Am I doing anything specifically different for this? No, because I feel like I've already kind of mastered a formula that works for me. Uh, that being said, I guess uh, the only real concern I have is uh, losing my temper out there because I can't wait to get my hands on Richard. Yeah. And, you know, I mentioned that it's months in the making. Uh, the 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 feud with Fatu, it feels like that was more of a fan driven thing. Uh, the company listened. It finally happened. And that, you know, that had its own big conclusion. But how much did it help you, you know, ha- sort of having this waiting in the wings? Like, I don't want to, you know, look at it from the wrong angle, but. How much does it help you as a storyteller to sort of not have to build up to, okay, former friends collide where it sort of, you know, the fans maybe saw something subtle or, you know. Well, you know, I think um, in our industry, whenever certain situations, it builds certain anticipation. Two people are, you know, best friends or tag team partners or stable mates. There's always a certain curiosity of what would happen if that fell apart, if that crumbled. When people are longtime enemies, there's always a certain curiosity of what if they joined forces. When someone's been the most hated guy in the in the entire company, there's always the curiosity of, well, what if he was on our side? What if he fought for what we wanted him to? So you know, those situations do provide somewhat of a jumping off point for things like you alluded to. So, you know, as this situation started to unfold, it really was something where the minute, you know, the the cracks were formed, the fans were ready to just see us smash through it and deliver. And um, yeah, the anticipation for this match uh, feels very high. And it's something that I think really... Um, got to a boiling point very quick uh i spoke with uh mr saint laurent uh going over the card but your match specifically he compared to uh he called back to he used to do work with uh tennis and he said it was kind of like a a doubles team and then the team splits up and then the singles guy is there any other sport that you would meet or maybe you're a musician is there any sort of relationship in popular culture you can compare this one to (laughs) um you know i've uh i've never thought of it um in any you know abstract terms like that (laughs) but uh this is not the by any means the same thing at all uh but i do remember uh i used to play in a band for about probably I think we had about five year run, you know, and we were pretty well established in our area. We were kind of one of the standouts and we were all very tight knit group. Um, but as, you know, as we got older and we got into our twenties, we kind of started kind of going our own paths. We started practicing less and less and we all interested in other things. And before you knew it, the band just kind of fizzled out. We all just decided we weren't really doing music anymore. But then about a year later, the the drummer and bass player in the band and then the guitarist we all got the bug to do music again but not with each other so we he started his band we started our band about the same time and there was this like you can't succeed without me (laughs) you can't succeed without me and like we were just like my band's gonna play more shows my band's gonna so i think like as the dynasty 
starts kind of unraveling and going to their own separate ways. Like there's this, you know, kind of ego that says I was the reason we were successful. You can't be successful without me. And although, you know, I might've wanted Richard to find his success, he maybe didn't want me to find mine. And he maybe thought he was the reason that the diocese was successful in the first place. And Hey, you know, um, that's his, uh, that's his perspective and he'll have to put up or shut up come this weekend. Uh, is, is it fair to say you've seen the movie Rockstar? What's that? Is it fair to say you've seen the movie Rockstar with Mark, Mark Wahlberg? I actually have. <laughs> no. <laughs> Man, right. maybe I'll have to add that to the list. All right. Well, it, it's not a huge spoiler, but uh, there's a part, there's a band breakup and it's similar to what you said. The one guy's walking out and he's like, you can't do this with me or you without me are you serious he's like i'm taking my stuff he's like i'm i'm walking out that door he's like you guys are, are, are going to be nothing without me and it's like sort of that you know like you can't co you can't find success without me but yeah i mean i guess it's just human nature for everyone to kind of think the world revolves around them and to think you know they're the source of all things good and magical but at the end of the day especially in the wrestling industry we're all just spokes on the wheel so if we get our turn at the top um you just got to fight like hell to to preserve that and you got to fight like hell to show you earned it and you got to do everything you can um, to keep showing that that's the reason there's a reason you got there and there's a reason you're going to stay there. All right. On a lighter note, if you are the multiverse Thor, who would Richard Holiday be? <laughs> you know, um, back when Richard and I were friends, um, <laughs> one of the things that always bugged me about him was he had like zero interest in superheroes and superhero movies. And I get that. Like a lot of people, mm. um, you know, aren't necessarily to the degree where they want, you know, read comics and things like that growing up. But I think, you know, in modern times, it's pretty common to at least, you know, kind of watch the popular Marvel movies that come out, but he's never seen any of them. <laughs> so <laughs> he would never get any like reference to anything. And ever anytime a discussion would uh, take place involving superheroes or a reference he didn't get anything so it's funny when you pose that question i want to say something like really snarky just to kind of be like a, a jab at him but any of my like comparisons to any other characters he wouldn't even get would go right over his head anyway <laughs> all right well the person that suggested the question uh he had he predicted your answer i could share it with you oh i gotta hear it he said uh richard would be ant-man crawling up your asshole <laughs> um <laughs> that's what it's kind of felt like the last couple of weeks uh to be fair um that being said uh i don't think he has the power to expand and blow me apart but he has felt like an uncomfortable itch on my asshole for the last you know <laughs> couple of weeks here all right uh on a more serious note uh i i do want to look at the card uh you're not involved in these matches, but you know, you could be looking at another title defense. Uh, if when you're successful, uh, you've already fought Jacob Fatu, you fought Mad, uh, Mads Kruger, you've defended in a triple threat. Um, you've had some solid title matches the past few months. Um, pretty much, I'll, I'll say monthly, but it's really every live event that MLW's had in 2022. Uh, are you looking at anybody? Maybe it's a new addition. Maybe you want another shot at 
that you you really think uh, you could have a, a really really solid feud or maybe a one-off match with you know um right now it, it, it's hard because you know like you were talking about our, our card and i get so wrapped up and in the zone about um the now about what i'm doing what's immediately in front of me because i've had to like learn the hard way that when you spend too much time you know looking in the future uh it's it doesn't uh, lend favorably to how you handle the present. Um, that being said, you know, it's been hard for me to ignore, you know, the things that keep popping up about like the matches that are added and the, the appearances that keep getting added to Kings of the Coliseum. Um, right now, I think there's a group of guys at MLW that's like right on that cusp of breaking through to that next level. And, I think um, the ball's really in their court about who's going to grab it, about who's going to take it, who's going to seize the opportunity, who's going to step up. And I think there's about three or four guys that are right there that could elevate themselves to that main event level status very soon. Uh, you know, whether it's a guy like Calvin Takeman or EJ and Duca, even Myron Reed, despite being a middleweight, like that guy is incredible. Um, and then there's also guys who, despite – being in the business just as long as them and going all the same places. We've never wrestled guys like Matt cross, who I'd love to wrestle, you know? So there's, there's all kinds of matches I'd love to have, but that being said, in my position, it's not about just who I want to wrestle. It's about who, um, who reaches that position, you know? Mm -hmm. And what I'm really interested about in the coming months is a uh, battle, right? You know, because looking past Kings of the Coliseum, there's the battle, right? coming up in uh, New York. And that's actually how I got my shot at the heavyweight championship was winning that. So that's a guaranteed title match in the making. And uh, it's usually, you know, somewhat of a surprise, like, cause it's really 40 guys walk in and it's uh, it's anyone's game. Who's walking out and get that title shot. So there's a lot of interesting possibilities um, down the line, but as far as, is there a specific name not really. Um, right now, I'm really concerned with uh, this match coming up this weekend. And once that's, you know, the dust is settled from that, I'll start kind of keeping my eye on what's next. Yeah. And I, I believe you mentioned uh, a few months ago, Killer Cross, if he's if he's still around, you feel like it's inevitable that you guys square off at some point. So quite quite the list to keep your eye on, but, you know, remaining focused on this weekend, certainly uh, something you want to do. I'll, I'll flip the question a little bit. Um, and usually we do a watch list. I'll ask for match picks or recommendations. Maybe it's a few matches you've had. Maybe it's one that was memorable for one reason or, or another. Any one of your title defenses stand out more than the other or something went right that you're exceptionally proud of? Like I mentioned a few of the matches Uh you just had a, one that I didn't mention was uh, you, you just squared off with Davey Richards not too long ago too. super fight uh, that got some considerable attention too. So anything uh, come to mind when you, when you think about your, your title reign so far? Um, you know, um, as for right now, if I was, you know, kind of given the ultimatum of watch one of your, send somebody one of your matches to watch, you get one chance to, you know, sell them on yourself. I would probably say Davey Richards. Um, 
I, I looked, I have looked up to Davey for a long time. He's one of the first guys who inspired me in wrestling and, you know, to kind of make that, that journey, because there's a lot of guys that I watched, you know, there's a lot of those guys who I watched and was fans of, and then ended up wrestling. Um, but I remember when I first, like first got introduced to independent wrestling, I thought David Richards was the best wrestler in the world. And then, you know, some 10, 12 years later, I wrestled him and I confirmed it. Davey Richards is the best wrestler I've ever wrestled. Um, and I told him that, and I think he thinks I was just being like nice and, you know, like, oh, how many people have you said that to? But I, I mean it. And that being said, um, you know, once the entrances were over and that initial bout of like, you know, nervous butterflies left my system and I went into you know, Hammerstone mode, I felt like we, you know, were very equally matched in that ring. Uh, I think I stood up to a guy that I thought was one of the best in the world and proved that I too am one of the best in the world. And I just think it was a very quality wrestling match. Um, there wasn't a lot of over the top, you know, gimmicky, anything in the match to help facilitate interest. It was really just watch these guys do what they do in the ring. And, uh, for that reason, I, I very much enjoyed that. You know, obviously, you know, a lot of people point to the Fatu match, and that was a very meaningful uh, match to me. Obviously, I won the championship that night. Uh, it was something like a 30-plus minute match, so it was a very hard fought, very, you know, long, uh, epic match. But that being said, that was the match where I almost broke my ankle and despite a lot of people still liking the match and saying it was great, and, you know, I, I can watch it now and appreciate it, uh, I, re I remember just having a bad taste in my mouth about it just because I watch it and I see the injury and then I'm, like, watching the little things that I couldn't quite execute exactly the way I wanted to because of it, um, you know, but that's pro wrestling too. So, you know, that adds an element to it that's uh, kind of like an X factor of its own. So some might say that makes the match even better. Um all things considered, uh, I've had some really great opponents. I've had some really great um, people standing across the ring for me, and I think I've put together um, some pretty quality matches all around. So I don't think there's going to be a bad one in the bunch. But, yeah, to answer the question the longest way possible, I think Davey stands out to me. And, mm. uh, you know, I, I know you just confirmed it not too long ago. I think it was December you, you signed a, a multi-year deal. So – Hopefully we get to see more title matches, more title defenses at the very least, you know, hope to see you and Davy square off again. Uh, just for the fact that, you know, everything you just said, and, you know, it has that personal meaning, uh, you know, that that'll be something to look forward to. And I, I don't, I know you're focused on this weekend, but um, I did want to talk about uh, your music career before we uh let you get out of here um you just released an album uh it's under the name blown away luna i know you mentioned that uh you were shopping it to see if you could do it as a live thing have you had any success with that yet any uh any interest in um that, that has been such a process uh because you know i really kind of dove headfirst into this in january when i decided to actually like you know record the music i've been spending <laughs> way too much money on the recording process and on music equipment. And I started, you know, putting out Craigslist ad and Facebook posts and, you know, 
going into Facebook groups and getting on these, you know, kind of band uh, oriented kind of apps where you're searching for people. And it's been such a process to search out people and try to find people who are kind of like-minded and who actually know how to play their instrument and have equipment and all these things. It's, it's, <laughs> man, it's a, it's a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. I thought, you know, and even recording my album, talking to the guy who helped record it, you know, we were kind of discussing this. He's like, well, it'll be a lot easier for you since you have such a large following. And I thought that was going to be the case. I thought I was going to be like, hey, guys, who wants to play in a band with him? <laughs> and uh, I thought I was going to have like a list of people lining up, but that was just not the case. Or at the very least, the ones that I did um, <laughs> had no business saying they wanted to join a band. Um, but that being said, I actually have a planned date. Um, so not this Friday, but the coming, the Friday after that, I've organized a group of guys. We've um, kind of been remotely learning the songs. I kind of just sent, you know, the the music and the, you know, the tracks to everybody. And we're supposed to assemble for the first time and hopefully play through a handful of songs and see how it works out. So I'm optimistic, but I'm also realistic. Um, it seems like this could be it. It seems like I might have a group together and I can start, you know, uh, you know, the music thing is never supposed to be a, a, an escape, like, you know, a, or a different career path than wrestling. It's just something I enjoy and want to, you know, pursue on the side, but hopefully it's something that I start being able to do in a more, uh, you know, outward capacity where we're playing shows again <laughs> yeah yeah no i've said this to a bunch of different people i've talked to the i feel like the pandemic challenges you know challenges people especially in an artistic way to try something new or sort of enhance what you're already doing so you know you have that creative outlet already and i know you've shared uh various clips on social media over the years so you know the fact that you're doing it at this level and want to pursue it even more while maintaining your wrestling career. It's, it's really cool to see, uh, you know, fingers crossed that, you know, all goes well next Friday, but uh, you know, in, until then uh, you have quite the, uh, quite this, the schedule this week, Kings of Coliseum uh, best of luck to you this Friday. And uh, thanks for your time. Hey, thanks for having me, man. It was a, it was a great time talking to you.